it's 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific. To give up our own oil and gas and buy the energy that we need from countries that hate us. So those countries that hate us will have more money to buy weapons to try to kill us. Coast to coast and around the world from the America Out Loud Talk Radio Studios. Now, I, I realize you can't fix stupid, but you can vote it out. It's time for Truth Be Told with Booker Scott. It really should have been done a year ago, but the House Republicans finally impeached Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security Director. But what does that mean now? Will fentanyl deaths in America end? Migrant deaths at the border stop? What about the steady stream of Chinese nationals that happen to be mostly male and mostly military-age young men? Are they going to stop coming to America? I'll get into what I believe will happen with the Mayorkas hearing that's going to be coming up in the Senate and what I believe the outcome will be. But regardless of my opinion or yours, the immigration problem at the border is out of control due to Biden's reversal of Trump's policies and his messaging prior to the 2020 election. That's the truth. But there were 1.3 million illegals that were encountered at the southern border in Trump's last two years. This is a 40-year problem, and we need real solutions, not politics. I'm Booker Scott, and this is The Truth Be Told on America Out Loud Talk Radio. This hour is brought to you by Gold Co. Just go to BookerLikesGold.com to find out more about securing your future with precious metals at BookerLikesGold.com. I'm going to be joined by financial guru Bruce Porter Jr. in just a few minutes. The month-over-month inflation report was released Tuesday, and that's created a couple of rocky days on Wall Street. But what will it mean for American consumers? Is it going to be rocky for them? Author Craig Huey will also be here. He wrote the book Deep State, 15 Things You Need to Know. And he'll talk about that and the deep state and how they work from the inside out. Speaking of the deep state, we'll start this hour with some real interesting reporting that just came out from a couple of journalists that I've really come to respect over the last couple of years. If you remember the Twitter files that started coming out after Elon Musk purchased Twitter and he allowed total access by some reporters, there had been much made of the censorship of big tech and social media platforms. And for those of us that lived through that, There was no doubt about what we were going through. We knew what was happening. And how many different uh, Twitter accounts did you have uh, during that time? I know it affected me. I, I had a couple. We've probably all been there. To me, one of the most important parts of the Twitter files was the messengers that Elon Musk chose to go through all of the inner workings of Twitter to report the truth about what Twitter and the other big tech companies had been doing. And I've talked about this quite a bit. I did even way back then. The reason I always thought the choice of reporters Matt Taibbi, Mike Schellenberger, and Barry Weiss was so important is because they're all Democrats and had previously reported for liberal media. They worked for places like The Interceptor and Rolling Stone magazine. In fact, they were all Joe Biden voters. They didn't vote for Donald Trump. They aren't MAGA extremists. And if you just compare them with, say, Uh, Tucker Carlson, when he did the reporting on the January 6th video, remember he got all the video, was going to release it, it's going to be big news. That was just prior to his departure from Fox News. And I never thought Tucker's reporting on January 6th would really do anything to move the needle 
in regard to exposing the truth because the left was going to, quote, debunk, unquote, any of it because of the messenger. That messenger then was Tucker Carlson. But they couldn't do that with their own left-side journalists on the Twitter files, could they? Through that reporting, we learned how the FBI and other government agencies worked to suppress and censor speech to create the narrative they wanted, not the truth. I say all that to get us right here. We've known for a while that the Russian collusion hoax was a complete lie. But yet, still, about half the country believes Donald Trump colluded with Russia. He didn't. Just read the Mueller report if you want to. It it tells all about that. Reporter Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger just reported on some groundbreaking information. Many of us had our suspicions about the CIA and specifically John Brennan being involved with the Russian collusion hoax. In fact, I posted about it over three years ago. If what they are reporting is true right now, and considering these reporters are Democrats— This is the type of thing that could wake up more people in America and make more people realize the whole Russian collusion mess was a big fat lie. This is earth-shattering, and America has never seen anything like this before, at least to our knowledge, ever. And if what they are reporting is true, this is something else. Schellenberger went on Jesse Waters' show Tuesday night Give him a listen here. This is an extremely serious story and serious allegation by multiple credible sources that Public and Racket, that's Matt Tybee's uh, publication, have spoken to. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began. The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that This was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA, that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, we feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. And it's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. So Taibi and Schellenberger are alleging here through their sources that it was the CIA that worked with five eyes and allegedly John Brennan identified 26 Donald Trump associates for these foreign governments to spy on. And then that information was given to the FBI so that the investigation of the Russian collusion could then go forward. And we know what happened after that. These sources say there is a binder somewhere. And maybe the FBI was going to Mar-a-Lago in that raid to find this particular binder. But the binder is missing. Here is Schellenberger. There has been widespread speculation that this binder was the was the reason or a reason for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago. And we'll be discussing that tomorrow. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the Durham investigation, had portrayed it, 
then that's extremely serious information. And it may be if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover up of this information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. Again, we'll have more to say about it tomorrow, but this is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't, I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America. Have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate and weaponized and using our foreign allies to do it? I, I can't think of a more important or dramatic story. And this could be the biggest story in American history. We'll have to keep an eye on it. If what they are alleging they have from these sources is true, and if the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago in order to find this binder, then this is a huge story. I think we need to remember the Oval Office meeting right now that took place January 5th, 2017, which was just two weeks prior to Donald Trump's inauguration. Now, in that meeting, there was the head of the CIA, John Brennan. Joe Biden was there, Barack Obama, Susan Rice, and there were several more there. After that meeting is when General Mike Flynn's communications were unmasked. Remember that? Eventually, that led to Flynn's arrest on the bogus charges, and then Trump later pardoned General Flynn. And I think you also have to remember George Papadopoulos now, too. Remember that name? Uh, he had just started working for the Trump campaign in 2016. He took a trip to England. He was met by an Australian and Italian Joseph Mifsud. Papadopoulos was later given $10,000, which he gave to his attorney. When he arrived back in America, the FBI searched him and the plane for the $10,000. It was an obvious setup. Uh, back to more of what Schellenberger and Taibbi are reporting from the Jesse Waters show. Obama's CIA targeted Trump and started the entire Russia hoax. For years, we were told that tips from an Australian diplomat tipped off the FBI after a random conversation with Papadopoulos, a no-name 20-something? But according to new reporting by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, the whole thing was a CIA setup. Former CIA director John Brennan identified 26 Trump associates to be targeted by the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance and then those interactions were targeted by the FBI as suspicious. And this is just a huge story. What they are reporting is a coup. General Mike Flynn posted this on Tuesday. Barack Obama admitted, you staged a coup against a duly elected president, Donald Trump. The meeting you held in the office, in the Oval Office, January 5th, 2017, was to put the plan into effect. Admit it you know it's true, unquote. He attached that to a post of what Mike, Michael Schellenberger posted, which he said the FBI started spying on the Trump campaign after foreign governments, by chance, and then he put that in quotes, discovered evidence that his advisors were colluding with the Russians, the government says. But now multiple credible sources tell us that the CIA asked foreign allies to spy on 26 associates. It was a successful coup, and we just can't let that stand. Hopefully this reporting and the messengers, again, Joe Biden voters, Democrats, these messengers that are reporting it will make a difference and wake up more Americans from the ignorance slumber that they are in. Speaking of all that, let me sneak this little story in. Uh, when all this started, there were a couple of leftist reporters 
that the Democrats had used to further this story. And maybe it was the CIA and the FBI used to push the narrative of the Russian collusion and the Steele dossier. One of those was Michael Isakoff of Yahoo News, and the other was Natasha Bertrand. Uh, Bertrand's reporting propelled her career to get a gig with CNN, and it was just announced this week that she has now been elevated, promoted at CNN to a correspondent where she'll continue to cover national security and politics at CNN. So spread the lie and get promoted. There's never any accountability for any of these people. On this vote, the yeas are 214 and the nays are 216. The resolution is not adopted. Finally, some accountability for Alejandro Mayorkas, but will there be? That's how, the, I, that's how I started this hour, and let's get back into it now. It was a really razor-thin margin in this second vote to impeach him. And I believe it was Monday's show that I said this vote would happen, and this time it would pass, and Mayorkas would be impeached. So let me ask you, now what? It, it's a great question, I think, and one worth looking at. It now moves to the Senate for a hearing, and if you remember the Trump impeachments, there will be a prosecution team for the Republicans in the House of Representatives, and they will present all of their evidence about why Mayorkas should be impeached. And then there will also be a defense team for Mayorkas. And after both sides rest their case, the Senate will then take the vote and see whether they will actually remove Mayorkas. Of course, the Democrats have the majority and removal is probably next to impossible. Uh, Kristen Sinema, now an independent, and Joe Manchin, also an independent. They're going to be interesting to watch in this, but the House Republicans will still need to convince Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, John Cornyn of Texas on the Republican side, That, and, and I really doubt that that's going to happen. I'll give you this. Mayorkas will not be removed, and you can book that, even if he is removed, what would it change? What do you think Biden would replace him with? Or who would he replace him with? I think the frustrating part of this is it's all political theater. No changes. The long-lasting border crisis will continue. No solutions are being offered to stop the invasion at a huge financial and social cost to Americans. If you heard the Wednesday show when we were live in that X space, you could hear the voices of Americans across the country. They're sick of it. We're sick of it. And I don't think it's going to get any better over the next year. The election is coming in November. The floodgates are wide open now as people around the world rush to enter America before January 20, 2024, just in case the Democrats lose power to Trump and he shuts it all down. And what about the young Chinese nationals streaming across the border? More than 24,000 came to the United States during the 2023 fiscal year, and that's according to government data. Their own data says that. Over the previous 10 years, fewer than 15,000 Chinese migrants were caught crossing the southern border illegally. So we went from 1,500 a year to 24,000 just last year. And even the New York Times is starting to report on this now. Here's some of what I found in their reporting. Uh, there are currently 1.3 million illegal immigrants that have orders to be deported from America. 
That's an interesting number, too. We know that it's about 10 million illegals that have crossed, but only 1.3 million are scheduled for deportation. That was interesting to me. But anyway, of those, only about 100,000 are Chinese. And these Chinese are they're having to fly to Turkey first, where they start the trek along the Trail of Riches, supplied by the United Nations and ultimately supplied by you and your money that is given to the United Nations. We saw the Boston mayor ask residents of that city to open their doors to put up these illegal, unvetted immigrants. That was a couple of weeks ago, and now a councilwoman from Boston suburbs is she's saying the same thing. Open your doors. Just let them in. Feed them. Take care of them. Uh, this isn't going to end well, folks. I, I know you can see it, and you're right there with me. And one last quick hitter before the break. It has been revealed that Biden is now diverting money and resources from our Veterans Administration to help these illegal immigrants. Uh, Tommy Tuberville recently came up with a bill titled No VA Resources for Illegal Aliens Act. Can you believe that? That a U.S. senator has to come up with a bill, some legislation, to prevent our administration, Joe Biden's administration, from giving veterans money and resources away to illegal immigrants. That is the world that we are living in in 2024. Listen up. Right now, it looks like the government's pushing for a digital dollar, which could mean every penny you spend could be tracked and controlled by that same government. Is that what you want? If that's true, then your entire life could depend on people you don't know, like, or trust. That's why smart Americans are opting out and putting some of their savings into real gold and silver. So to help you, you can go to BookerLikesGold.com to get a free 2024 gold IRA kit from my new partners at GoldCo. It shows how to protect your hard-earned money with physical gold and silver, even if it's in a retirement account. And as an American citizen, you could score up to $10,000 in free silver just for safeguarding your own savings. At the very least, arm yourself with the knowledge about your options right here? Don't be a sheep. Go to BookerLikesGold.com now to get your free 2024 Gold IRA kit. And speaking of the digital dollar, we're going to get into some finance next. Bruce Porter Jr., he joins the conversation. Fiction becomes a religion. Places where nothing is clear. Sanity and reason just disappear. Chairman, there are multiple members that could yield you time. I would ask that you... I will have you physically removed from this meeting if you don't stop. More truth in minutes on America Out Loud Talk Radio. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. 
The Wellness Company's Chief Medical Board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Thank you so much for listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. While you're here, make sure you go to AmericaOutloud.news. There is great content there. You can find articles written by so many great Americans. You can also find podcasts that aren't available here at America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can find shows from Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, military intelligence Tony Shaver. Coming up tonight at 7 o'clock, it will be Unleashed, the political news hour. My name is Booker Scott, and I want to get into a conversation about the economy now. We just saw the numbers come out for inflation. They were a little bit high, and the Wall Street uh, numbers were a little rocky there for a couple of days. It's not my area of expertise, not that I have any area of expertise. So I try to bring guests that do, and I'm going to bring in now Bruce Porter Jr. He has a daily show uh, that you can watch, and we'll get into where you can see that. But Bruce, thank you for joining the conversation. Uh, Thanks for having me on, Booker. Happy to be here. Tell people where they can watch your show and the other things that you are involved with first, and then we'll get into that inflation report. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I, I, I'm a, uh, an old tech guy. Uh, I've had a number of lives, I suppose, but uh, an old tech guy. I got into Bitcoin about 10 uh, years ago or, or longer, back when Bitcoin was uh, $70, and I uh, continued in that. So I'm an early, uh, early Bitcoin investor. I do a daily show that is on TV, a finance show, finance politics, it's on TV in Texas and Louisiana uh, on Smart Money Culture TV. And then we stream it as well on my X account, which is Networks Manager, and with uh, partnerships on CryptoCake, which is also uh, nearly 2 million uh, distribution on YouTube, LinkedIn, and a few other platforms. Yeah, and that's why I reached out to you, because I have watched your program some and, and learned some. I, and Amazing. When, when you go back to Bitcoin, I remember it was a long time ago, 13, 14 years ago. Someone mm-hmm. approached me and asked me if I wanted to buy some for 50 cents. And, yes. and I said, "What? what is this? And they said, well, it's a... <laughs> It's a token, and you can play computer games with it. And I was like, I don't play computer games. I have no interest in this. And so that wasn't real smart on my part. And that's why I have have you here. Well, I got hit with it the same time. 50 cents uh, was the (laughs) first time my brother came to me. He said, hey, this stuff's pretty cool. And I I looked into it a little bit, and I, well, you could pay for servers. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, okay, well, that's kind of interesting. And then the next time I looked again, it was $50. And I said, oh, my gosh. And then it took me a while to figure out how to get them because, of course, uh, it is still hard to get them now because they're so darn expensive. Uh, But back in the day, it was hard to get them, hard to find someone to sell you them. 
Yeah. And it was hard. It's uh, mining has always been uh, challenging for sure. Yeah, I just for, didn't for, have a. I didn't have a clue about it then, and I really didn't think about it again yeah. until I got to about forty thousand dollars. And then, mm-hmm. then in my head, I'm like, "Oh my goodness, that's what this guy was talking about all those years ago." <laughs> um, let's get into this inflation report. It comes yes. out. It's a little bit higher. What are you? What are you yes. reading? It, what are you reading it there? Came in. It came in hot. We have the uh, the CPI, uh, which is the. Uh, uh, number that they put out on the inflation is the January numbers. Uh, a lot of people were saying that this was going to come in low. There were actually a lot of indicators that were pointing towards this number was going to come in lower uh, than expected. And then, of course, it came in higher than expected. You know, the, the part that I, the, the part about inflation that a lot of people are starting to wake up to now are starting to understand now that because they didn't teach us. They, they taught us that inflation was natural. That inflation was was good. Even um, inflation is is basically the dilution of your money. You mm-hmm. know, the, the same amount of gold that bought you a house uh, back, you know, seventy years ago is the same amount of gold that would buy you a house right now. So, the the gold, if you use gold as a uh, as 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 your measuring standard, state, yeah, yes, then that that doesn't inflate and our money has inflated a lot. And that's one of the reasons we, we get involved is that we have at cost at cost metals buy metals at cost, you go to at cost metals dot club. Uh, you can, you can join the club there, but anyway, these numbers come out, uh, you know, we are printing a lot of money and not only are we printing a lot of money, but we are using a lot of it. So there's one thing, of course, if a lot of money is printed and then it gets sent, you know, like we did uh, when, when Trump did, uh, the uh, stimulus. Yeah. That money was sent out. A lot of it was used, but a lot of it went into people's bank accounts. And that money sat there for actually years and it was used from time to time to time. Now, as that money comes out, of course, that gets diluted into, into the market. So inflation is actually very, very bad. It's a tax and people don't realize it, but it's a tax from the central bank. So we have a central bank it's actually a privately held entity uh, disguised as a government entity called the Federal Reserve. And yeah. the Federal Reserve uh, prints the money. And they've decided that 2% is their target inflation rate. And 2%, what that means is that that's the amount of money that they think that they can steal from, that they can tax you without you getting upset about it. And so they know that as they go over this 2%, that people start to get upset because 3%, when they put out a 3% number like they did 3.1% uh, core uh, inflation rate, that number is actually way higher, right? You know, 20% on your car insurance, 10% up on steak, yeah. um, you know, 20% up on uh, your child's care, 10% up on your hospital stuff. You know, the real inflation that you feel is, is a lot higher. Now, right. uh, if you take that out of the box a little bit, the, the current administration and, and any government, of course, even when Trump got in there, you know, of course, he wanted to do all kinds of things, but then you don't want to break it. Right. It starts going like gangbusters. Last thing you want to do is mess with it. And uh, if the Federal Reserve is, is is working and, you know, people are, are really don't want to touch it. And it's an election year. And so you have Biden and his administration and they really kind of have almost no choice. Uh, but to let this quantitative easing go, they want to fund the war in Ukraine. They want to fund the war in Israel. Now they want to send money to Taiwan. That $95 billion that you have that, they, that they're going to mint right there, they're going to tax you for that, but you're not going to, they're not going to tell you that they're taxing for you. Because if they came to you, to you and said, okay, we're going to tax you for this $95 billion, I need you to send a check right today for $500 or $1,000, everybody, and then we're going to pay for this and we're going to send it overseas, everybody would say no. Right. But what no they do is they it. have the central bank print it, 
Central Bank charges us about 3% for it. Central Bank make about $3 billion on that uh, transaction, that $95 billion, $3 billion, okay? And, uh, and then they'll tax us, the central bank will tax us on the back end through inflation. So, so yeah, it's hot. I, I don't see it coming down anytime soon. You see the interest rates are very high uh, or, or high as if you go over a standard. I think that they wanted to reduce them uh, next month. But with this going on, I don't think they're going to be able to. I think they're going to have to keep them high. I was going to ask you if you thought uh, J- uh, Jay Powell and the Federal Reserve would reduce it because there's been some talk about that in March. Uh, let's go yes. back. Let's go back to that three point one percent inflation, and yes. uh, the, the goal being of the Federal Reserve to have it at two percent. With the thought process being that wages will kind of keep up with that number, and so mm-hmm. people really won't feel it. But that's not been the case, and yet Janet Yellen it recently in a hearing was trying to make that point. And uh, I think it was Senator John well, Kennedy was like, you're, you're wrong. These people are paying 24% more for gas or 30% yes. more for eggs and bacon. When we go to yes. the grocery, we feel it. And something else the economists have been warning us about for, it seems like, years now is a recession. But yet we see mm-hmm. a GDP number that came out uh, last quarter was pretty healthy. So do yeah. you see a recession if we are going to get in a recession? Is it going to be a soft landing? Well, the indicators are all there for recession. Um, you know, it's it's kind of an interesting thing because being in that I was, you know, I've been anti, uh, you know, everything was going to collapse. The the dollar is going to zero, you know, for a long time. Yeah. So I, I have to uh, say, you know, they, they do a lot of different things. And, and we are, the economy in the U.S. is an absolutely unbelievable. As a people, we are, we're very industrious. It's we, a monster, yeah. Uh, and they, we're, we're the driving force of the world, like yeah, absolutely hands down. Now, there's a lot of things that are changing that. You have BRICS uh, coming along. BRICS is a gold-backed, they're going to have a gold-backed currency. But even all the BRICS nations put together, it still doesn't achieve our GDP. And so, you know, you have to you have to step back and look at that and, and keep it in mind. I mean, we're definitely doing a recession. Like we can't have we have all time highs on the stock market over and over and over again. All time highs on the S and P five hundred. We have all time highs, all time highs, all time highs. It, it markets don't continue one way, so it has to pull back. When it's going to pull back, the higher it goes, it makes sense that it will be even worse. Right. So if it goes even higher, it makes sense. It'll go even lower. Uh, Yes, of course. And even uh, I would even argue, some would argue, I would say that we already hit recession earlier and they changed the the parameters of what a recession is. Yeah. Yeah, they change along the way. They change the definition of what a recession is. So, yes. yeah, I see that too. I think maybe we were in one a while ago, and yes. no no one admitted it. Uh, do you right. think? Do you think Powell and the Fed will reduce rates in March? They don't like to touch it in a political year. They don't like to. Uh, they don't like to mess with it. I think they they want to. Uh, they really want to. But you know, if this inflation goes run away. I mean, if we end up so if they reduce the rates, so you can imagine if they reduce the rates in February, that this core three percent inflation. I mean, what would it have been? Would it have been five percent? You know what I mean? Like, so that's uh, that's really what they're dealing with. Meanwhile, uh, you know, people are stuck in their homes. They they are you know they they can't like sell one home and buy another home, or they're stuck in a mortgage, right, or right. They can't buy a home, or you know, so it it does hurt things. But it's very delicate, uh, very delicate situation. I think, you know, probably he stays hawkish or they or they come out. I don't think they changed. I don't see how that they 
they can, uh, well, I, they can do whatever they want, but <laughs> and they usually do, <laughs> and they usually do. But in the inflation is going to go up a lot, so it would that would indicate that they're going to hold at least for another month. Uh, he might come out hawkish. Uh, he might come out dovish. Uh, say we're we're getting things under control if they are. But I mean, the CPI data is does not indicate that. Yeah. Another thing about inflation that people seem to forget, and I think it's probably because of Joe Biden's administration and how they message it, is that inflation is down. We're doing a great job. But that doesn't bring the cost down unless you get to negative 20 percent inflation, uh, which would then bring the cost down to where they were three or four years ago. Uh, let's get into yeah. a let's get into a digital currency conversation for a couple of minutes. Sure. Um, there's so much information out there that people I don't believe know what to believe. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because I the uh, people talk about CBDCs, which is the central bank uh, digital currencies that um, they have been uh, talking about, right? And uh, there's there's a thing about, you know, these digital currencies. If you have an older digital currency like a Bitcoin or like a Litecoin or we created one back in uh, 2014, uh, Global Boost, these currencies are or these blockchains, I call them because not really currencies, but these blockchains are you call them currencies, though, are decentralized and they're impossible to freeze, seize by court order, uh, stop or, or any of that stuff. And that is different. Then these new tokens, the new tokens, Ethereum, XRP, Solana. You saw, I don't know if you noticed, but Solana the other day, they again froze their chain. Mm-hmm. The, historically, when they froze, Solana froze their chain, they pushed through transactions that they wanted first before other transactions were not unable to process. Yeah, someone okay? else is controlling so, it. At that someone point. else is controlling yeah. it. And if the court says, uh, freeze these person's assets, they can do it. And so that is very similar to a bank. Now, what people don't realize is that your dollar right now is already digital. Yeah. So scaring people about a CBDC is, is kind of like the boogeyman. And what it does, in my opinion, is it scares people from buying these real assets that can't be frozen, that can't be uh, taken by quarter, that can't be seized because they go, oh, this is bad. We don't want that. This is bad. Uh, this is, uh, you know, about control. This is, uh, the end of the world stuff. And it's already like that. When you get yeah. your, when, as soon as you put your money in the bank, it's digital. 90% of the U S dollar supply is already digital. It's not paper money. It's digital money. And they can control that. They can seize it. They can freeze it. They can do all these types of things. You can't use your credit card. Look at what they did with uh, Alex Jones and some of the other people. You can't they? They stopped them from using these these different uh, different platforms. So it's a bit of the boogeyman. Now, will it bring in more uh, control? Possibly. But the other part about the CBDCs is if they are using really a distributed ledger technology, then it would it might make the banks more accountable. It might make the government more accountable because, in theory, it's very trackable. And I think that's one of the reasons why it hasn't actually happened yet. I think that's some good perspective because I believe we are already digital in our banks. Yep. I know that I go to my app and look at my account. I, I yep. pay my bills online. So um, I, I do see that. But I, I understand the fear, especially when you throw in the fact that the IRS is now wanting 
uh, to get down to $600 transactions, to follow all of that. But at the same time, I I believe that with 350 million Americans, you know, the IRS lost 25 million paper returns a few years ago. I I don't have a whole lot of faith in their ability to track us. Of course, if they wanted to make you a target, then they could. And I think that's the scary part. Yes, we, we, we've seen that a number of times. Of course, uh, the previous administration kind of made it a, uh, it, it was well known. Yeah. They targeted uh, different conservative groups. Uh, the Tea Party. Pro, yeah, the Tea Party group, through the IRS. The Tea Party. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, Bruce, thank you for joining us. It's been a fun conversation, and I think there's a whole sure. lot more that we can get into. I'd love to have you back sometime. Before you go, please tell everyone again where they can watch your show, uh, where they can follow you on social media. Well, thank you so much, Booker, for having me on. We are on TV in Texas and Louisiana every morning at 5 a.m. and 11 a.m. local time. And we stream, I'm on the East Coast here in Washington, D.C., so we stream at 6 a.m. and 12 noon. And you can watch us on smartmoneyculture.tv as well as my ex account, which is Networks Manager. I'm very active on there. Love to talk to people. Come say hi. And uh, as well as uh, my LinkedIn and CryptoCake. Uh, YouTube as well, Crypto Cake, which is like 1.73 million. Bruce, thank you so much. Thank you, Booker. I appreciate it, man. Anytime. Come back. We have Craig Huey, the author of The Deep State, 15 Things You Need to Know About. More The Truth Be Told with Booker Scott in minutes on America Out Loud. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. Well, the year 2024 is upon us. And it is our chance to get it right and take back a free America. AmericaOutloud.news is your source for uncensored and factual news that facilitates truth and unity among all Americans to restore that American dream we have always cherished. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. If you haven't been to AmericaOutloud.news in the new year, you should try it because we have a brand new look there. It's so much easier to navigate, easier to see the schedules and the programs and the articles. Go check out AmericaOutloud.news. And while you're there, go shopping. 
Use that promo code out loud for a discount up to 25% off. That's at americaoutloud.news. I'm Booker Scott. We're going to bring into the conversation now a guy that we've heard from before. He was just here in a conversation about the Christian voters book that he wrote. He also wrote another book, which we're going to talk about now, and that's The Deep State, 15 Things You Should Know About. Uh, So, Craig, welcome back to The Truth Be Told. Booker, it's great to be with you. And you know, Craig, uh, Donald Trump has been around the courts the last week like crazy, all over the place. Georgia, he's been to D.C., he's New York, he's all over the place. The the Supreme Court last week. Uh, So he's really being persecuted. And I started off this hour discussing about uh, some of the things going on with the deep state. So I'm interested in uh, seeing where this conversation goes. But let's start with Fannie or Fannie Willis in Georgia. And what a mess that has become. Well, it's a dark day in America. It's it's a day that is so disturbing. You you don't have to like Trump. You don't. You might even hate Trump. Uh, you could love Trump. You could like him. But has happened out of Georgia by a radical DA is the twisting of the law in such a weird way, applying it to political enemies. It's the weaponization of government, and we've seen this on the national level with the FBI and Department of Justice uh, uh, being politically partisan and, and using the government as weaponization against political opponents and, and ideologies they don't like. But now this, this ideological bureaucrat in Georgia, in a county, to try to make a, 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 a disruption of a political opponent's campaign and also simultaneously make themselves a hero among the radical left to be a, a superstar uh, to raise funds, uh, to get uh, statewide and nationwide attention uh, and build her profile and her pol- uh, politics it's a misuse of government. It's not justice, it's injustice. And Craig, when you look at uh, Fannie Willis, who is that district attorney in Fulton County, you look at what she ran on. Her platform uh, when she won that election was to get Trump. That that was yes. that was what she was going after. And of course, now she has done it with, uh, you know, is, uh, I, I don't know how this would ever stand up in a regular court. And we'll see what happens in Georgia in this case. But hopefully it doesn't go yes. anywhere. Well, that that's what we hope. Here's the thing. President Trump is nearing $60 million in legal fees right now. This is going to just compound it. Uh, th- this is something to embarrass him, to be able to get a mug shot, to be able to drag him back into court. But what it does from a standpoint of tying his up his attention and tying up his time, as well as, of course, the, the money bleed, that, Booker, that's one of the problems you have with government. When you have a government out of control, so powerful and then ideologically driven that they have unlimited time and unlimited money to be able to go after their enemy. And and, and and in this case, you know, we, we, we might shake our head, some of the things they might do, 
stretching the, the, the law and stretching justice to be able to put away somebody who's a really bad criminal, uh, you know, a murderer, uh, a, a mafia type person, uh, a drug cartel type person. You know, you kind of, you know, uh, they, they might go to extraordinary extent to, to arrest them to get them off the street. And we, we don't pay much attention to it. But they've turned the the militarization the the uh, of government against a political opponent, somebody they don't like, and that is not America. That's a third world nation. That's what would happen in Venezuela. That's what's happening right now in Russia. That's something where it, you would not have, and that that's why it it, it it's is is a major leap to the death of our republic. If this injustice doesn't stop. And you mentioned that it doesn't really matter if you like Donald Trump, hate Donald Trump, love him, whatever, right. whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. Let's let's call no. him let's call him John Smith. And if this was being done to John Smith, this would not make any sense to anyone. So everything that yep. the left has done to destroy Donald Trump over the last five years from Russian collusion to hiding Hunter Biden's laptop. You know, people hate him. Uh, some people in this country hate him. They want to get him. And as Donald Trump said, they're not coming after me. They're going to come after you. And that's the scary exactly. part. It, 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 exactly. And see, this is the danger of letting government grow too big. This is the danger of being able to give the government the power to uh, uh, have so much uh, authority and determination, not based again upon what is right or wrong, but based upon whether or not somebody is a conservative, not a liberal, or a, a re Republican, not a Democrat, if it's their political enemy. And, and so we have a strange thing going on right now, very strange. You, you, the, the Democrats know that they can raise volunteers, a volunteer army that you can't believe uh, of college people and Gen Y and, and, and people who just hate Trump when they focus on Trump. And if they get people riled up, they can they can go people going door to door and making phone calls and texts and be able to sway an election with an army that they wouldn't have otherwise. And the same thing with donations. And, and then they get the media on their side and the biased media on their side. And so it's a win-win for them to go after Trump because they have so many good side effects. But uh, this, is, this points to why our founders of, of, our, of our republic envisioned a small government, not a government that's able to abuse power like this. And that's where we've got what, what many call the swamp. Or what is really called the deep state, you know, throughout history, the, the 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 bureaucracy always wants to do two things: it wants to grow its power, number one, and number two, it wants to be able to shield itself from accountability, and that's common whether it's on the city level or the federal level. Whether you go back a hundred years or two hundred years, you go back at you know be, beginning of governments. That's what a bureaucracy does. But what has changed now is a third element. The bureaucracy is now ideologically driven. 
It's where the where, where uh, under President Obama, things changed so dramatically because he put into place from the uh, Department of Justice to the military to the Interior Department, all these different agencies, ideologically driven bureaucrats. They didn't have skills. They didn't. It's like Pete Buttigieg. What does he know about transportation? Zero. Yeah, right. And they put him in. Well, that's what infiltrated and has grown. And so they only hire people who agree with them. We have a swamp in D.C. and a swamp in major Democratic controlled cities that is not uh, right and is going after uh, its enemies based upon ideology. Craig, you segued perfectly into the deep state because you wrote the book, Mm. Deep State, 15 Surprising Dangers You Should Know. And that's what you're talking about right there. What are some of those dangers? What, what, What do we need to be aware of? Well, one of the dangers uh, is, is tying into this attack on Trump and attack upon uh, uh, Republican campaign consultants and Republican lawyers yes. and other Republicans who, who said there was wrong with the last presidential election. Laws were changed to give the Democrats super favor with that that were illegal. Uh, Questions arose about the integrity of what happened with ballot harvesting in about 24 different states. A ballot harvesting where one person can go door to door. They can go to a, 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 a retirement home and people who are not fully aware pick up their ballots, get their ballots and fill those ballots out. Yeah. They, 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 they can do things going we've, – we've got proof of, of people going to apartments – Knowing the day that the mail was arriving, having a key to that apartment mailbox and pulling out all the ballots. And, 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 and so, so many different questions arose. And what the, has happened is that the deep state needs to protect itself. They cannot afford to have somebody like President Trump become president that would try to drain the swamp and be at war with them. They cannot afford to have the exposure. Of, of what's going to of what, what took place in the election booth. Um, and, yeah, I'll give you Booker one example. The Department of Justice has a whole division that goes after anyone questioning. Uh, take Arizona. They had many volunteers, people like you and I, people like your listeners who volunteered to help check to make sure the Arizona election was was valid and legal, the Department of Justice sent them a letter saying they were violating the civil rights of voters in Arizona and be ready to prepare for an investigation, scaring these people. Mm -hmm. This type of thing where you're using the power of government to, to, to be politicized is what the deep state does. And so the deep state's entrenched ideological bureaucrats and it's uh, they want to expand their power, get more money, ex- enlarge their their, their 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 turf, and be able to impose an ideologi- ideologically radical pro-socialist secular ideology outside of Congress, outside of legislation. 
And that's their goal. And you mentioned that the ideology is something that they do. That's and, and I try to bring it up all the time. This is really a battle of ideologies. And yes. until, until one understands that, it's it's really hard to get a grasp on exactly what's happening. Maybe people aren't fully awake. It, it, oh, you, you, you just nailed it. And that, that's why uh, in, in the Deep State book, I go into what a person's worldview is. And I go into talking about uh, what a bureaucracy is and what America's foundation was. And, you know, try to distinguish a worldview of, of what uh, law and justice really is. And, and you asked about what are the dangers that, you know, the, the, the dangers uh, all go back to this, an out-of-control bureaucracy and, and something unelected people trying to control. It doesn't matter if, uh, uh, if there's a Republican president. It doesn't matter if there's a Democrat president. They're operating based upon transform our culture and transform our politics and government through the use of the bureaucracy. Craig, where do you where do you think they want this to go? How far does this go? You mentioned socialism. I, I'm with you yes. on that. Where where do they want to take this power and control? So they are, you ask them. You know, polls show that over half of millennials are favorable towards socialism. You get yeah. down to Gen Y even more so. That it's socialism. Most people will think, well, he must be talking about you know what what happened in the uh, Soviet Republic uh, and back in communism. That was a form of socialism. Right now, the government in Cuba is a form of socialism. Um, uh, uh, most people don't realize it, but Nazi Germany, it was the National Socialist yeah. Workers' Party. It was a socialist government. Venezuela currently has a socialist government. Uh, communist China, the, uh, the, the, the threat is so great there in communist China, and it's a socialist government. The, the communism, that's it, 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 socialism has different types of uh, of. Um, you know, tints to it. And so with socialism, it's basically government control, government enforcement, which makes the government big and the individual small. It's collectivism where the individual doesn't matter. It's the collective that matters. And, and what it has always proven, it crushes innovation. It crushes ability for the economy to grow. It creates poverty. And more, uh, more, I think people are realizing not only does it do that, but it also creates tyranny where the government bureaucrats abuse their power. And we're seeing that today coming out of Washington. We're seeing it in many states like California. And yes, we're seeing it coming out of one county in Georgia. And those are all great points there, Craig. By the way, you are listening to Craig Huey. He is an author, a businessman, and a marketing guru, too, for years and years. Uh, really appreciate you making the time to be here, Craig. You know, when you go back to the impeachment of Donald Trump, impeachment number one, yep. not number two, because number one was an actual effort to impeach him. Number two, he was already on his way out of the office so I, I never understood that. I couldn't even understand more of these brand new Republicans that had just won 
uh, like Peter Meyer in Michigan. He just won election, was sworn in, and then he voted to uh, get rid of Trump. But let's go back to yes. number one. And when we talk about the deep state, the whistleblowers, the Victoria Newland, uh, uh, Kent, all of these people that are ingrained in what you were just talking about in the deep state, this whistleblower had to be protected beyond anything. His name could not come out. His first name is Eric. Um, Chiramella is his last name. And they would not allow that name to come out. When you look into the report that Senator Grassley and Johnson did prior to the election in 20, you'll notice that his name is in that report repeatedly having to do with Ukraine. So you have people like this that are being used by the politicians to maintain that control. And that's some of the danger that you're speaking of. It absolutely is. And that's why I detail in the Deep State book about the, the whole setup to get Trump based upon Hillary Clinton's paying uh, people to create a, a what, uh, what we call in politics, oppositional research, mm-hmm. a, a paper, a document filled with lies and falsehoods that were just had that hint of, could this be real? And, 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 and it was all coming from the Democratic uh, Party and Hillary Clinton to be able to get Trump. And, and it, it worked beyond their wildest dreams. And they were able to play this. And, and, and so this, uh, this all goes back to what I mentioned. You know, from a marketing perspective, I always look at things from a marketing perspective. I, I study what the radical left does. I take a look at their tactics and strategies, which are 15, 20 years ahead of the Republicans. And I know what they're doing that you know, with with that uh, first attack on Trump up to this one is this is the best way for them to raise volunteers, money and uh, use the media to be able to mobilize their base. The name of the book is called Deep State 15 Things You Should Know. His name is Craig Huey and Craig, thank you so much for joining us. Great. Really enjoyed it. And uh, I appreciate the time. And, you know, Craig mentioned something a few minutes ago that brought something to my mind, and that's the best lies are mostly truth. I don't know who said it. I learned it a long time ago, but isn't that the truth? My name is Booker Scott, and you were told 2,000 years ago that you are the salt of the earth. So keep being salty. There is only one truth. You've been listening to The Truth Be Told with Booker Scott on America Out Loud.